Welcome to the Course Creators Circle podcast, where we talk all things course creation with your host, ideas strategist, and Thinkific approved expert, Linda Reed Enever. The Course Creators Circle podcast is home to Linda's top tips, along with interviews with experts and course creators just like you. Get ready for practical tips you can implement in your course creation journey with your host, Linda Reed Enever. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Course Creator Circle podcast. In this episode of the podcast, we're going to delve into lesson types. And the question I get asked quite often, which is, what is the best lesson type when it comes to course creation? Now, the answer to this question, although you would like it to be simple, you would like me to say, this is the golden lesson, teach this lesson and you will be fine and it's all going to work. There is none. There is not a golden lesson that is the best to teach when it comes to course creation. When it comes to course creation, the best lesson comes down to a number of factors. It comes down to the one we can produce because there's no point in us, our knowledge sitting in our head if we can't produce a lesson at all because we're waiting for the perfect lesson type. It then comes down to the lesson our student is going to take. And for us to understand that, we need to understand the learning styles. And we've covered those in an earlier podcast episode, which you're more than welcome to go back and have a listen to. But to engage the students in the best way possible, we're actually looking to get having a content mix. Now, I'm a big believer in two-camera video. And two-camera video is the one that I like to talk about because we're talking about online learning. And online learning is lonely. And by doing two-camera video, you create a human-to-human connection with your students. It's extremely engaging. It helps you convey emotions. It helps you encourage your students along the way, and it helps you connect with the audience. It can be quick to produce. We don't want perfect videos in this realm. We actually want to make sure that our students are feeling encouraged to be imperfect. So don't stress about having the perfect videos. Aim to be you. Aim to be real and aim to be engaging. And when we're creating two camera videos, make sure that, you know, you connect with the people on the screen. Now, I'm not a big fan of, you know, trying to do slides with my face on camera because I look ugly throughout that process. But doing good quality two camera videos in our courses are a great way to be able to engage. They also offer the bonus of us being able to put in a transcript, which allows people to read along with us. They also offer the advantage of being able to put in some notes and some handouts and some downloads along the way and some activities and worksheets along with the video. So it's a really handy lesson and that's why I love two-camera video. Now, my two-camera recording toolkit includes my smartphone. I've got a camera. I've got a Sony V1, but I use my Rode microphone and I use the open camera app on my Android phone most of the time. Filmic Pro is a good alternative for iOS. And then we use WeVideo to edit those recordings, post-recording and, you know, putting in the intros and outros and slides. WeVideo is also a great one for desktop. And on webcam, I love the Logitech range. And I use a C922, but Clive uses a Brio. But the C920 is equally as well. Once again, I still love my Rode Lavin mic, but they've also got the Rode NT for desktop. And WeVideo is our post-editing software. You can definitely use a camera, you can definitely use a microphone, but the best thing is the video you can create is the best video that you can put out there in front of your students. The next lesson type that I like to talk about is screencasting. If you're going to teach your people how to do something, then share your screen and screencast. If you're going to record your presentation, screencast and share your presentation and use a clicker so that people feel like they're actually in a room when you're doing a presentation. I try to find voiceover slides where you're not presenting. You lose that energy and that connection with your students. We use WeVideo. It's got a built-in screen recording feature. Screencastify is also another good alternative. It's a Chrome extension. Make sure you're using your microphones again. And if you want to screen record your phone, AZ Screen Recorder is an awesome one. And because I teach social media, I need to do that a bit. 
Now, audio is another great way of breaking up the learning content. We've put together a whole heap of videos. You might be able to record a podcast or include a podcast to listen to and then discuss with your students. It's a great way to tap into those auditory learners and it also allows people to be able to absorb some of your content on the run. Okay, so audio recording tools, smartphone, PC, good microphone, and we use Bouncecast to remove the audio. Uh, Audacity is a great free editor, although we use WeVideo in here to edit our videos as well. Text, people like to read, and quite often we get in this course creation journey going, oh man, we've got to just do video, video, video. Text is good for stagnant content. It's good for things that need to be explained. It's great for checklists and it gives additional information and it can further explain a video or give some further reading that people need to be able to do. You can make them in PDFs. You can do all sorts of amazing things along the way. Designer is a really, really handy tool of being able to take that text and create it into an ebook format that you can either embed within your course, so make it a little flipbook, it looks awesome and engaging, or you can make it a downloadable PDF as well. Designer starts and there's a lifetime offer that we have access to as a designer partner of $27 US for lifetime. And there's a couple of other pricing plans up there that go pro and agency, which we have along the way as well. And they're most probably my three favorite things, workbooks, ebooks, two camera video, and some further text and explanation to be able to help people get out there. But that's my bias. That's my bias towards, towards the content that I like putting out there. Slides with or without voice. You can do slides that maybe have a little bit of audio behind them and text, and they'll just allow people to read and take the information in that way. Our top tip, if you are going to do slides and you want to voice them over, is to record it with screencasting so you can have smooth transitions, you can have editable video along the way, and you get that enthusiasm of your voice presenting as you would normally present. And my other top tip is use your clicker. If you've got a clicker like you normally present, stand up, present, do it like you normally would. Slide creation tools, things like Canva, PowerPoint, Google Slides, you know it, you can create slides with all the things from there. Quizzes enforce not only the learning, but maybe what they want to learn next. They're a great way to measure effectiveness. Now, Thinkific has built-in quizzes in there. Interact is another great quiz maker that we like to use. They're also interactive, so they allow the student to feel like they're doing something, and interactivity allows our students to progress and get good wins. So tools, as I said, Thinkific has their inbuilt one. We use Interact Quizmaker. Opinion Stage is also another good one as well. The reason that we like these is being able to create a result. And remember, you can use quizzes, course creation in your marketing as well. Surveys. Another great one if you're running a live course or to get a bit of a poll or a bit of a feedback. Think if it has a built-in survey tool. Google and Typeform are also really good to gauge things. And I quite often like surveys if we want to get assignments in there as well. So assignments coming in via things like Typeform and those areas. That's just a bonus tip from there. Infographics. If your message is so clunky within text, create an infographic or a cheat sheet that allows the visual learner to be able to connect with it. Because I know I personally love a visual representation rather than reading a whole heap of stuff. Take advantage of that for your online course and include some infographics, some downloads that keep them coming back for more. Remember to brand them, remember to put the course information in there so that when they go and refer to that information, they can connect with you as well. Now, I'm a big fan of live lessons. Live lessons keep your students moving, they keep them engaged. Now, not every course needs a live lesson, but you might include memberships that have live lessons, or you might include a version of your course that, you know, is standalone only or standalone with live sessions in there. They can take a number of formats when you put in your live sessions. They can be Q&A sessions, and we run a Q&A session, particularly for Marketing Circle and Course Creator Circle members. 
There's how-to sessions as well, and those how-tos go into it in depth, or they might keep them abreast. You might be doing role plays if it's a career advice or coaching type situations. You might bring in role play situations. You might also do team exercises or just some guided learning where you maybe take someone's assignment or whatever they're doing to be able to connect with your students. Live lessons can be delivered via Facebook groups. They can be delivered via video calls. They can be delivered via Zoom, via Google Meet. And one of the new ways that we're looking at including live but asynchronous live lessons is the ability for people to be able to come into discussions using things like Volley. And then one of the contents that you can include within your course and I like to include in the course is the opportunity of one-on-one coaching. So the opportunity to upsell once we've got someone in the course and if they're just a little bit lost inside our nurture sequence and inside our courses, if you need help, you know, here's some one-on-one coaching with me. Now, we are also looking at bringing in Volley for being able to do that with a couple of questions and answers. You know, if you really got stuck and got a question, ask me a question over here and, you know, upselling the opportunity for people to be able to do that. But the other option we also have is including it in part of the course. So Course Creator Circle, for example, members get two calls with me for their access for being able to do that. But we've also got upsells for like things like Marketing Circle where members get the opportunity to work with me on a discounted rate. And even inside the courses that I think that maybe they need a little bit of navigation, we have a lesson pop up every now and again that says, need a little bit more help. Here's Linda's booking calendar, book in a call and have a chat with me. You get that up for a discounted rate of whatever it is. And we make it a specific calendar based to the course because so that we know what that is and what topic they're about to come in and chat to us with. So booking calendars and one-on-one coaching is really good. The lesson type, once again, there is no best lesson type when it comes to creating a course. It's about engaging and putting all that content together, trying to allow the students to be able to learn with you. Give them worksheets so they can engage. Give them videos so that they can connect with you, showing your face and making sure that you connect with them, displaying the information in the best way possible to get it across. So if you need to screen share and screencast, do that. If you need to, you know, put infographics or, you know, videos or screenshots in there, do that. And make sure when you are putting that course content together, you are thinking about the best way to engage the student, not the content you want to create. Not, I don't want to be on camera, so therefore I'm not going to create it. Think about your students. Put your students first and you will be delivering the best lesson type because you're able to put your students first and create that content. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Course Creator Circle podcast. I hope this helped. If you would like more course creation tips, our VIP membership and arena is available and I'd love to see you in there. Until next time, happy course creating. Thank you for listening to the Course Creators Circle podcast. Don't forget to check out the full range of resources available for course creators at www.thecoursecreatorscircle.com.au.